Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Me, Myself and 40k with me, your host, the Inquisitor Archer. If you haven't been to this podcast before, welcome as we talk about 40k, the Warhammer tabletop game, including stratagems and obviously lore about the factions and also all the characters within the universe of the 40k. This week, as you can tell by the title, we are talking about the and one only Sisters of Battle, the Adeptus Sororitas, the Battle Nuns of the 40k universe. This obviously is a one I hold in in my heart because personally, because obviously I like Sisters of Battle and I have an army of Sisters of Battle. We're looking into any new models that have come out this week or in the past few weeks for from Warhammer. Also, in the second part, we'll be talking about the Codex, so a few things that I've looked at and other people have put out on the internet about the Codex and my thoughts on it and a few things that we want to talk about, about the whole new Codex in itself. Stratagems, orders, and obviously all the new new stuff as well. Without further ado, why don't we just get straight into it, shall we? Okay, everyone. So in the first part, we know we talk about new things that Warhammer brought out for us. So obviously they make us squirm about images that they put out on the website. And then we have to guess it and then they bring them out. However, in the last two weeks, Warhammer haven't brought anything out for 40k. Yep. Just let that stink in there for a second. So actually, yeah, going back over the last two weeks, I tried to update myself with everything and keep myself updated with everything and news and stuff. And I thought, oh, they, they must have brought something out. They haven't, unfortunately. So the only thing that's actually come out in the last two weeks is obviously the new sister codex and obviously the new things that came with that. So the new, all the new sister models, which obviously been we've gone over the past few weeks anyway, from when they were released, as it were, the images, as it were. So apart from that, they've been really good at updating us on Age of Sigma stuff, which is great because now those new swamp orcs are coming out which look pretty cool and they look like some good conversions for either orc commandos or the new sort of or it looks like it's a swamp or uh, like wizard it'd be pretty cool even for a DD character which i'd like or a weird boy however like i said the only thing the new things are coming out for sisters and 40k well 40k wise sisters wise is obviously all the new shiny stuff so the shiny new castigator tank which is basically a predator a space marine predator tank but with all scans on it and a large array of heavy bolters on it, which is pretty cool. It's nice to have a tank for the sisters instead of just a big organ on the back of a rhino, but whatever. Obviously, we're going to get all the new sacrosants as well. So the Celestian sacrosants along with the shields, which are pretty tanky as hell. So they've got two up save, four of save. So they're pretty going to be pretty nice to have bodyguards, and also they get a bodyguard rule with it, which we'll go into the codex as we go into the next part. Obviously, we're going to get the new Lord of Terror, so the one and only probably named Val, is it Val? Val or something like that? So obviously the sort of the high sister lady in the Paragon War suit. And also gonna get the new Paragon War suits, obviously. Obviously with the toughness five abilities of the heavy bolters and multi melters and power swords or paragon swords what they're called, and then the big maces as well, which are pretty cool. Really apart from all that and going over all that again, maybe we can talk about what we're going to see in sort of in the coming few months as it were instead so obviously the next is going to be the, the orcs that come up but the orcs obviously we'll look forward to like the beast snaggers the new model of the runt herd i can't remember his name the one that everyone knows and i should know the name of but i can't remember his name 
the new uh, Beast Snagger Boys, the Beast Snagger Beast Riders, what they're called. I'm presuming there's going to be one, maybe one or two more vehicles. Because obviously in the Beast Snagger like little trailer thing, they had all the all the models in it that were going to be released. So we're looking at a new vehicle as well, which was on that. Because they they teased obviously the big robust Mega Rama with this big huge chopper, which is a new chopper, the one up from a big chopper now. So they go up in sizes now. The chopper, big chopper, and huge chopper with his grot gunner on the back. And also the pain, the, the beast snagger pain, pain and boss, which is going to be cool. I look at one of those because obviously in the past in third edition, I had a, you could get a pain boss, which is kind of cool. And orcs, there's going to be a few things. And obviously after that, we're going to be getting the Grey Knight and the Thousand Suns. So hopefully the Thousand Suns might get an update on a few things. Grey Knights, pretty much got everything quite new anyway. Because I think, I think, I believe from Grey Knights side of things, you know, most of the models are like from 5th, 6th edition, I believe. So there's not anything new that needs to be added unless they're going to have new characters or maybe a new unit of something, I don't know. But apart from that, there's not really much else to talk about on the front of new models. Like I said, new models are going to come out and obviously are out now because obviously this will be on the Sunday. So obviously these sisters will be available at this point in time. So I'm just looking forward to all the sister stuff that's coming out. And yeah, I do like the new Sacrosanctus, Celestian Sacrosanctus with the shields. Don't like the shields. That's the only thing I don't like that I've said in previous ones when they first were sort of teased, as it were. I would probably change the shields or do something to the shield, which would make it look different. Even changing for just, just a, a different shield altogether. It's only one part of the model, so... You know, if you're going to have bring them to a Warhammer store, they can't say, that, oh, they're not the right model. Because obviously, I think it's, I think in my local Games Workshop store, they say, yeah, it has to be, I think like 85 to 90% of the model has to be Warhammer based, I believe. So whatever. But yeah, they all do look pretty nice. And also the new character model of the standard, I can't remember her name, which is a name character. Is it Therm, Therm, Thermgirl? Thermgirl? I can't remember. And her priest friend, pretty good as well. Apart from that, like I said, nothing really else to come across in the last two weeks. So what we'll do is we'll go straight to our lucrative sponsor, who this week is going to be Aspiration Play. Obviously, their website where they obviously they are a tabletop game sort of store. And obviously, you can go and play D&D and things there, which is my local store where I go and play D&D. And obviously play Warhammer top games as it were. So we'll go straight to them and then next to the next part. Okay, everyone, this is the best part where we all want to be waiting for is going over the sister codex. Now, obviously, I don't have a copy of the codex yet. Obviously, I'll be trying to get one as soon as I can. However, other people have, like on the internet, so people from YouTube. So in particular, the information I got this from is obviously from places which I listen to or follow. So shout out to them. So it'll be people like Glacial Geek, Mini Wargaming, also people like Aspects Tactics, Kirioth. TV and people like that who, who who might have had the codex given to them by gifted to them by Warhammer and they've given a a sort of a loadout of the actual codex and obviously a preview and obviously Griller Games Griller Games as well obviously that's another one I listen to or, or watch sorry and I've taken a few things from the codex myself that I believe are put of little sort of strong points that I think I should really should sort of put out there because obviously I can't review the whole thing because one I don't have a copy two I'm only going to sort of read over things that I believe that are sort of should be should be said 
at this point. Because obviously, once you get it yourself, once you get the codex yourself, what you can read it, you can read it yourself. So we'll go straight to it from the codex, and I have the old codex here, or well, not the old codex. Well, technically, it's old codex now, but the codex eighth edition for the Sisters of Battle, which I got first came out, and so we'll kind of review from from there, sort of comparison them to the points that I've made, sort of thing. So we'll get straight into it, shall we? First part, orders. Orders or order convictions. So there's a few changes that have been made to orders to the sister battle. And I'll just do I haven't done all of them, but I will have done all of them. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I've only done five of them out of the six. So I think one doesn't even change. So but we'll go straight into it and we'll go from there. So oh that's it. So yeah, so let's see. So our mastered lady, there's a basically the same, just that they've changed the wording to match the ninth edition basically rule set, as it were. So then straight to about his heart. So theirs was, they have a six-up shrug, basically six-up feel no pain, so they ignore wounds on uh, on sixes. And then they, basically it says in the eighth edition rules that they, when there's an attack made against them with an arm of penetration minus one, it's zero. And then that can also can get, it says it says also says that, that can get buffed up by the magnifier's tale of stotic, stotic. So AP minus two becomes zero. However, in the new codex and ninth edition, they just get the minus one and minus two off the bat. So any minus one and minus two weapons get reduced by one. So minus two be minus one, minus one would be zero AP, which is quite good actually. Bloody Rose. So in the eighth edition one, they basically says when resolving a melee attack and pistol weapons, well, there's a conviction that weapon penetration or is improved by one. Yeah, so basically zero becomes minus one, minus one, minus two, etc. And add one to the attack characteristics uh, during the conviction which it charged, was charged, or performed for a convention. So that's pretty good. Now they just get shock assault. So when they get, when they, when they charge, were charged, did for a convention, they just get an extra attack. So it's kind of actually a little bit of a debuff to that, actually, actually, not, not reading it. So basically, yeah. So if you're of the Order of the Bloody Rose, you just get shock assault from Space Marines, where if you if you charge somebody or were charged, you just get an extra attack. That's it. Pretty good. Which I always forget when I play. Right, moving on to my order, Order of the Ebon Chalice, because they are the daughters of the Emperor after all, so they are the best. So with this one, it's changed quite a bit. So instead, they get to select two of the Sacred Rites. So you can either select one or roll 2d6 and get two random ones. However, if you're Ebon Chalice, you get to just pick which two you want, which is pretty good. I do believe that the one, I believe that the way it's worded is that the one only affects so many, and then the second one affects the entire army for some reason, I don't know. So yeah, that's pretty good. And then the Aunt Shroud, so the Silver Ladies, they get a reroll to hit and wound. That's pretty good, so basically like a Salamander chapter, basically. Then the Sacred Rose, so the white ladies, it's basically, they get, I think they get the same thing as like they, they need to pass any morale tests or combat attrition tests, but then they get on, what's it here, I wrote it on my notes say, on a four plus, they get a, a miracle dice when it, when a miracle dice is used, or sorry, an uh, act of faith is used. So, so when, so yeah, when you use an act of faith, and a four plus, you just get a, a miracle dice back. So basically, you're just farming miracle dice all the time. I think that's pretty good. Moving on. So stratagems. Now, I only picked out a few stratagems, which I thought were really good. So I've only got here, I've got one, two, three. Yeah, so three. So there's obviously, there's a whole page of stratagems. So it'll be like two pages of stratagems. But I, three jumped out, jumped out at me, which I thought were like, hmm, 
pretty good. So first one would be extermitus trigger keyword. Extermitus keyword. So for one CP, you pick an agroflagrance unit, so the whippy boys and girls now. And instead of making two attacks, which you've got nerf now, because it what used to be D3, now it's just two. They make just three attacks base. And they've all got two attacks each. So minimum three, your endurance gets an extra three. So that'd be the endurance get uh, obviously nine attacks. In a squad of 10, I mean, Jesus, you're looking at something crazy, aren't you? You're looking at, if I could do math quickly. So 10, 30 attacks. So yeah, plus an extra extra three so it'll be 33 attacks altogether on it would it be yeah 33 yeah 33 attacks altogether if you had an endurance as well however after they fought you have to roll a, a d6 for each model and on a one they just get to strike so i'm presuming that they just whip themselves to death basically so yeah that's a pretty cool one so the next stratagem which i thought was pretty cool is for seraphins so the jump pack ladies uh, angelic ascent now i saw another uh, another strategy which says angelic descent so there's obviously opposing one to this one as they come down which is the same actually in the strategies for the eighth edition one where they when they come down they can fire at 18 inches with their pistols which is pretty cool so this angelic ascent for one cp at the start of the movement you remove that unit so the seraphim unit and then bring them back in the reinforcement steps at the end of the movement phase so basically they jump up in the air then they jump back down again and you can and you can put them anywhere you want obviously not within nine inches of an enemy model so basically they just do like a big hop so that's for one cp and you can teleport your jump pack somewhere else, which like, for instance, if you've got a flank that needs guarded a bit better or, you know, somebody else, need, or you need to like jump on an objective somewhere else. One CP, woomph, woomph, straight up, straight down. You, you, your Seraphins can boost up in the air and then jump back down again. Pretty cool, pretty cool. And the last one is called Holy Rage. My God. So Holy Rage for one CP or two CP, depending on the priest itself. It's a priest, so now we've got the keyword priest on Mr. Own Priest, as it were. And it's on a priest model. Oh, sorry, I do apologize. It's not on a priest model, it's on a unit. However, if there's a priest within six inches, it costs one CP. If not, it costs two CP. So, core unit, pick a core unit, and it gets either zealot or fanatic. Now, it's either rerolling hit rolls to hit, basically hit, or charge, even if they fell back. So, so yeah, so the zealot is, basically you just get zealot. So the zealot ability, so reroll hit rolls, fight phase, or charge even if they fell back. So you could have some, obviously, a squad of sisters that are in combat. You don't want them to be in combat. So obviously you can pay one CP or two CP if you, if you don't have a priest nearby. Make them fall back, and then they can, and, and obviously then they can, they can charge again. So that's pretty good. That'd be good for the sacrosancts, actually. Right, now the next thing we want to cover will be these new Blessings of Faith. So Blessings of Faith, as it seems to be here, are upgrades for HQ models, but only the Cannoness or the Palantine. So obviously basically your Captain or your Lieutenant models. Now these abilities, you basically choose a model, so your Cannoness or your Palantine, pay the points, and obviously there are several different ones. I think there was six altogether, I believe. However, I picked out one, which I thought was good. And what you do is you get a passive, so you think that happens all the time. And then you get one where you can spend Miracle Dice and you get an aura. And then the auras, 
the aura's, the aura's strength or, or distance is based on what Miracle Dice... So basically, the best way I describe it is, so the ability you get, so for instance, I'll tell you now, so the one I picked out is called the Empress Grace. And basically, every turn, your Kyoness can heal D3 wounds. Every turn, excellent. D3 wounds, yes please. And then the aura is... Enemy models within the aura cannot re-roll hit, wound, or damage against units who are in the aura range. Now, the way I see is, so you have to spend Miracle Dice. If you spend a 1 on a Miracle Dice, it's 1 in. If you spend a Miracle Dice, which has a the number 2 to 5 on it, it's 3 inches aura. And if you spend a 6, I believe it is just 6 inches aura. So obviously you need to be spending those sixes quite off. So it'd be quite good for Evan Chalice because obviously we can get a stratagem to give us sixes, which is pretty good. Going on to Warlord traits for the lovely ladies. I'm going to tell you now, they're pretty standard and nothing's really changed from them. I look back to the Warlords on the actual, like the 8th edition book I've got right in front of me here, and they pretty much are all pretty much the same. There have just been a few words that have changed just because of the 9th edition, like, so things have improved by one, so it says, like, add one instead, or... So yeah, just things like that. So just the wordings change on them a little bit, so not too much about the Warlord traits, as it were. However, I didn't see anything about the Order Warlord traits, the Order specific warlord traits but i think there are still them there i just didn't see any of them right so the next part we're going to move on to now in the codex is a new part which we have not been given like the obviously the blessings of faith we are now looking at hymns of battle so these are basically sister equivalent to litanies or chaplains from the uh, space marine codex as it were and they can only be performed by ministering priests or people who have priest keyword so a certain amount of people, sorry, people, a certain amount of units in the actual codex are going to have the priest keyword. So for instance, the missionary, the priest, the new dogmata, which is kind of like a chaplain-esque sister. You've got the diagnos di diagnosis as well. So obviously the, the one that uh, sings and says hymns anyway, and obviously a few others as well. So this is good. I like this. This is really sort of really, really sort of fluffy and really law friendly as because obviously the way I see it is sisters would be seen or are constantly said like, oh, they're always singing out hymns and, you know, you just see like a sister army, you know, you know marching towards you. I think you're the only thing you'd hear would be, you know, hymns and shouts and, and that's also your thing. And obviously, remember, they've got all the different weird units like the Crusaders and the Death Cultists and the Agri Fragments and the, all the priests and things. And so they're kind of a mixed bunch of, of, of an army, isn't it, sort of thing. And, and all these people obviously are fanatical about the Emperor and obviously the Imperial Breed and stuff like that. And so you can just it kind of, it, it, I like it so much that the hymns, these hymns are going to be part of, of the actual sister army now. So you can just see them like these, you know, these people, these priests are blasting out these hymns and obviously buffing up their units and stuff like that. And, you know, being zealous and making them fight harder and, you know, making them pass, you know, morale tests and things. It's good. It, it's, I like it. It's fluffy. It's new. Good. I'm not going to go for every single one. I only picked out a few, but for instance, so like I said, can be formed by ministry and priests? Every every priest knows the war hymn, in air quotes there, war hymn. And basically any core or character 
or Engine of Redemption. Engine of Redemption, I believe, are the Pennant Engines, the Think the Mortifiers, and the Anchorites, I think, I believe. So yeah, they get the Engine of Redemption. So basically, it gives everyone a plus one attack. Simple. So that's pretty cool. It's in within an aura as well. So yeah. But then there's other other ones as well. So if I believe rightly, there's six altogether, six hymns altogether. People who are all priests of a certain, I think it's like the the cult of imperialism cult only get to pick the first three. When anybody of the Mastorian priesthood, or I think it's like a different priesthood, basically any sister priesthood, they get to pick the six instead. So I think the Dogmata and the Diagnosis get to pick all six. So they get more of a chance to more, as it were. I can see probably see a lot of people buying lots of Dogmatas and the Diagnosis uh, sh- shortly. They're going to probably go out of stock very soon. Sh- but for instance, I'll just give a few ones. Like, so the three that I, which everyone can have. One, basically, enemies within a certain range just suffer D3 more wounds. It's just like a big smite. So, sorry, a, a smite. Fair play. Another one is to debuff psychic powers and become immune to them. So what, what it does is um, you, you you do your him, and then if, if, if a unit is being affected by a psychic power, it just stops. So it's almost like a counter spell from D and D, and also then they become immune to any other psychic powers as well, which is kind of useful because obviously the sisters go against obviously against psychers a lot as well. So pretty nifty. And then the next one, the third one, is to buff up the priest herself or himself, and basically it's plus one to the priest's strength hat, AP of the melee weapon it has, and also it can fight a second time, which is pretty cool. Certainly if you have like a, a missionary or a dogmata, because obviously the dogmata's got a huge, big, like I think a big like warhammer, or obviously you can be given a, a, a missionary now, a power maul, or they can give them the chainsword, which is pretty cool. So give them extra attacks and they can fight twice. Why not? Cut out a few hordes there. And the last, the last few things I want to go over are sacred rites. So the sacred rites are when obviously when you have an army in the sisters, uh, you get to pick certain sort of buffs for them, as it were. If I can go to the Sacred Rites in my 8th edition coder. So Sacred Rites are basically buffs you can give to sisters. And it just gives them like an extra sort of, like, if they're battle-forged, it gives like an extra thing. So, and they're all named the same. So it's all like the Hand of the Emperor, the Spirit of the Martyr, the Ages of the Emperor. They're pretty much all the same. Just that, again, wordings change instead. So it always says like unmodified rolls or instead of a morale test, it's a combat attrition test. The unit can advance, add one to the advance roll. It's just the same sort of thing, just that the wording is slightly changed just to emphasize the ninth edition or how the ninth edition rules have been written as it were. And the only thing I want to talk about, so at the end of this, I just want to talk about a few data sheets, which I've seen a few tweaks on. And there's been a few tweaks in all of them. So the canons can take more stuff. I'm not going to go through all of them, but I did notice, like, for instance, like the missionary was a HQ and obviously the codex previously. However, the equipment's changed on it. So it used to just be equipped with a last pistol, a chainsword, fracking crack grenade, and an auto gun. That was a standard because that's what the, the missionary model was. Or you could obviously then you could upgrade it with a bolt pistol, shotgun instead of the auto gun and last pistol. Now it starts with the equipment that the priest model has in the Blackstone Fortress. I can't his name, the, the priest dude. And he has a power maul a server stubber and a las pistol. So that's that's the standard for a missionary now, which I think is pretty good. So you can use that model now, as it were, for the missionary. 
even though I converted a model and I made it with the auto gun and the auto gun and the uh, chainsaw, which I think looks pretty cool. But I just keep using her because obviously she's cool. And obviously the mystery priest gets the priest keyword, so obviously then he can do he or she can do hymns, as it were. Same as the preacher model. Another few other things, data sheets, which were changed slightly, are all the covenant ones. So. Also, yeah, the Diagnos, uh, the Dialogus, I've been getting that saying, saying that name wrong, but the Dialogus, so she becomes a priest as well. A few changes for, like, the Hothalia. So, obviously, her medicine thing is you can't just raise somebody from the dead anymore. You have to use a stratagem for one CP to get people back from that. But she can just heal. And also, you get a six-up shrug with her, so six-up feeling her pain when she's nearby, which is nice. But yeah, so the ones that I'm going to look at are the people that I use in my sister army as well, is Crusaders, Agrofagrants, and the Death Cult Assassins. So, for instance, Death Cult Assassins, they actually have a weapon skill of a 2+, plus now, which is really good. They also get the their Fire from Vulnerable save, and I believe they get extra few, an extra attack as well, if I believe rightly. But yeah. Their um their weapons not changed that much, I don't think. But yeah, they got a weapon skill of a two plus now, so that's pretty cool. The Agro Flagellants, I'm gonna save till last because I go to Crusaders, which I love quite enough. The Crusaders still have their spiritual fortitude, so any mortal wounds on a five up just they get nulled. They get the zealot keyword, they get power sword. However, they are not equipped with storm shields anymore. They are equipped with crusader shield. So the power sword gets a plus one strength. So obviously they are now strength four, minus three, one damage. They have two attacks. So they're not really beat sticks. They're more tanky. And I, I use two crusaders as bodyguard, which now in the rules, you need three to sort of have them as to be shot. So I use two crusaders as like bodyguards for my cannon. However, that won't matter in the rules as it's written. You need a unit of a minimum of three to have lookout, sir. So I need to convert another Crusader model. <laughs> anyway, but now Crusaders have a Crusader Shield, which means they only have a four up and vulnerable save, as they're three up on the Storm Shield. However, they'd be given a three up armor save. It's kind of switched it around from that armor save of a four plus and vulnerable save of a three plus to the way around. So that's a bit different. But again, they don't have Storm Shields, they have Crusader Shields instead, so a little bit different. Now, this is the one we want to be looking at, is the Agro Flagellants. So, they're the, these are the whippy dudes, or whippy, ga whippy gals, or whippy, whippy, whippy guys. And they're pretty much all the same. Two wounds, two attacks, no save, but they get their Killing Berserk thing, so on a 5-up they just ignore wounds. They get the Zealot, so they get to reroll attacks, uh, hits uh, when they charge. However, they are now toughness four. So they are tough boys now and girls. And their weapons do not make D3 hit rolls. Instead, you just do straight two. Obviously, then you can use that stratagem, the trigger keywords, to make it three. Now, you could obviously have one as an endurance. Now, that's actually an upgrade now. So you have to pay five points to upgrade them, one of your flaglands into an endurance. And it gets three three attacks, but then they get an also toughness five. So that's pretty cool. They're all toughness four. The endurance gets a toughness five and three attacks. So they are pretty tanky, tanky guys and gals. And they can whip out a lot of attacks, literally whip out a lot of attacks. So agroflaglants, big units of them. Yeah, that's definitely the way to go with agroflaglants, as it were. So, yeah, 
that's about it for the new sister codex. My sort of opinions on it, as it were, is it's a, it looks a good codex. A few things that I'm a bit like, mm, not so sure about, but it looks a good strong codex. And also the other things in the codex like Stern and her Harlequin friend as a HQ choice, which is good because obviously I've got the model and I want to include her in my army. So it's all that good stuff. And obviously it's nice to have a few more things like the Paragon War suits. Not so sure about them, but they do look pretty good. I think I'm getting to sort of like them a little bit more. And yeah, I think some of the stratums are good. They've done a good job of obviously keeping like the the whole sort of like ecclesiar thing around them. And obviously the new addition to hymns is really good, I think. Yeah. And obviously there'll be a lot more priest models being obviously used in a sister's sister army, which obviously is, is key because obviously they're zealots and they're fanatics and they're, you know, preachers, prayers and you know, kill the heretics and burn, kill the heretics and for the emperor and all that crap. So I hope that's been insightful. And obviously, we're talking about sisters, not on the law front, but obviously, as the new codex has come out, I'll probably go over a few more sister things individually, like I've been doing of the podcast in the last few sort of uh, months now. I'll take a bit out, so I'll probably go for over the Crusaders or Battle Sisters or, you know, Celestians and stuff like that. Take individual models out and obviously have a look at them, as it were. Apart from that, looks like a good, strong codex. Hopefully, by now, people have their hands on them and they'll be obviously using them and obviously playtesting with them and seeing how they are as a strong army. So now we'll go straight on to the quizzes with the misses where we'll be quizzing amber on the sisters and its law and its models so this is the intro to the quiz where i'll tell you the models which i'm showing amber in the quizzes with the misses so obviously if you want to you can google these or you can go onto the warhammer website and look at the individual models themselves so you can know what we are looking at in order from question one down to four so we were looking at first the Sister Seraphin squad. Number two, we're looking at a Pennant Engines. Number three, we're looking at the new Sister Dogmata character. And number four, the one and only Morven Val Abies Sanctorum of the Adeptus Sororitas. So the new shiny lady in the Paragon War suit. And we'll go straight to the quiz. Hello everyone, and this is the last part of this episode with me, myself, and Porty K as the quizzes with the Mezzes. So we have next to me the wonderful, the beautiful, the amazing Amber. Hello, Amber. Hello. Hello. I always have to say, ask you to. <laughs> Why do I want to put in? No, that's fine. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm using the same word I use every time. I'm dandy. 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 Talking about Chaos Space Marines today. No, we're not. <laughs> Don't trick me, I know yeah. that we're not. Okay, so yeah, we're talking about sisters, and obviously I have obviously four questions, four questions for you, and obviously you've got the images there, mm-hmm. and obviously you have to guess what they are, with obviously I give you several names. Okay. All right. Well, first of all, what do you know about sisters? I know that you, how to put it politely. Bum over them? I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say you love sisters. I do love sisters. They're really cool. And I like the, you know, way about... We'll talk about if you know anything about sisters, though, not me. (laughs) (laughs) You just let me just talk about it. I know a few bits because, obviously, I've bought sisters stuff for you when the last kind of... They had their last release before for what they get now and they had the box set come out. Oh, yeah. Obviously, I, I got that for you, so... I was kind of like, oh, this is really cool. And I think I think the same. So 
it's not really what I know about it, but kind of my opinion on it, which is not what you've asked me, but oh well. I, I kind of like them because I don't want to go on a rampage. Go for it. But yeah, it's nice to see some female models that are kind of representative for kind of what they are rather than just like, oh, look, another another half-naked model. Like, mm, yeah. You, you know, and, and yeah. I think sometimes Drakari fall into that kind of image yeah. sometimes, whereas... I like sisters because they're fierce, they, they're strong, they're, they're just kind of, you know, their armor's fantastic. Yeah. yeah and I, I just think they're, they're really cool. I think, you know... They're very zealous and they're very religious towards the emperor. Yeah, they're that's very, what I was going to say, yeah. that they, they're very religious and they're kind of dedicated, I think mm, was the yep, word that yep. I was looking for. And I think, I think they're wonderful models, I think, the, the way they do them. My only criticism of them is the hair. Like they need to switch spacky hair. Yeah, yeah. They, they've got really stupid hair. But yeah, yeah. I think it's great for an incentive as well. Perhaps if you are a female player that wants to play like female female models, then you you've got that option as well. Mm-hmm. Not just that, because for instance, like I noticed the coming back to well, when I was at the third edition, when I was obviously when I was a, a teenager. But obviously, I guess I didn't notice it that much. Obviously, I space. I was always the Space Marines, and then I went straight to Orcs. I was like, yeah, Orcs because mm. they're savage and stuff like that. And I, really, I always liked Sisters though. Mm. When they first came out in third edition, I, I really liked them. Yeah. But I just couldn't afford to get a new army of them. Yeah. And obviously, new things came out like the Orcs and stuff. So, but yeah, that's my mentality as well. Is the fact is that a female sort of faction is is portrayed in the 40k i can understand the whole thing about it like obviously getting obviously you know geeky nerds that you know pirate scene female or have contact with a female mm-hmm. <laughs> and i said like, yeah oh yeah of a whole a whole army of you know females as it were but like for instance like my inquisition i made sure that when i did my inquisition i actually converted the majority of people into females so my acolytes mm-hmm. and my i tried because i tried to put an emphasis on more females in the 40k yeah and i like the sisters in that way as well like you said is yeah. they're not scanly clanned like you know like in D armor or you know or like yeah. you know or like fantasy armor but yeah and i mean it's like yeah it's like bikini armor isn't it and it's yeah. like i mean okay some people can say oh they're just female space marines yeah and no they're still human they're still they're not genetically modified they're, mm. they they still have the flaws of humans so that obviously for instance on tabletop game they're still strength three toughness three which makes them a little bit squishy mm. but they do have power armor they still have bolters and flamers and heavy bolters and all the all the equipment that space marines do have yeah so i kind of like there's that separation because i think it would be for someone like me who i'm not as excited about space marines as i am of other things like i am of the Prairie or, or the mm. elder as a whole really but yeah it's, it's something different there's, they've got their own edge to them you know their vehicles and everything stand out compared to to other vehicles i think yeah yeah oh yeah yeah i think i think they're brilliant i, I really do like them and i i can relate to like how much you like them mm. otherwise i won't let you put pictures of sisters up around <laughs> but, yeah. I do, but that's great art as well anyway off a tangent right should we get straight to it then so you've got the first picture up there mm-hmm you might know what these are already, but might actually you might you might not. Mm. How what, what do they look like? Or oh, what do you think of them? I've seen them before. You've got some. Yep, I have some of them. I have a squad of them. They're just like flying jetpacky sisters. Yep. But what are they called? I don't know. Right. So question one: Are they Angelica squad? Will they be the Sephirin squad? 
Or are they C, the Sister Assault Squad? B, Seferin Squad. Yeah. Are you sure? They're not Angelica Squad. That's too, that's too, like, cliche. It is Warhammer, though. Yeah, but they're, they're not like, ooh, halos and angels, mm-hmm. are they? No, I'm going B. Don't, You're don't going stare, B. <laughs> don't stare me off. <laughs> don't stare me off. Okay. Should I count you down? Mm-hmm. As usual. Ding. Yeah, they are Seraphim Squad. So Seraphim Squads, I say, are sisters with basic jetpacks. And they normally have, they normally, they swap out their bolter for two bolt pistols, or they can be given two hand flamers or two inferno pistols, which are crazy good. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've got a sister superior as well. So obviously, they should be given plasma pistols, power swords, etc. But the Seferin, the Seferin squad are actually quite elitists. So they actually are considered elite sisters or veteran sisters. And sometimes single ones or a sister superior from that squad are singled out and used as people for sort of insight into a certain type of uh, enemy that they fought or experience in a certain type of fielding they, they've done. Like, I don't know, you know, I don't know, like besieging or something like that. Or, so they're, they're, they're called upon quite regularly as advisors Mm-hmm. to canonesses or palatines or you know people that need it sort of thing so so yeah quite well uh quite up there as it were okay. right so going to the second one mm-hmm. what do they look like it's frank it's frank <laughs> frank it's frank but i can't remember what it is because i can see your two options and i'm stuck between two already yeah well for everybody else frank I can't actually say what you, but obviously I've got a model of, of obviously one of these and yeah, only named Frank, didn't we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> Frank Frank was being punished. Yeah, Frank was being punished. Frank had been naughty, he'd been peeking. Think he, yeah, he I think he slapped the canass's ass and then he, yeah. he got he got his ass handed to him literally. Mm, so Yeah. Okay, well then. Right. So are these A mortifiers? No. Are they B repentiers? Or are they C Penned engines? Well, I know repenters and penitent engines are are things with sisters. Yep. But I can't remember what. Re- no, they're penitent engines. Let's see, penitent engines. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you positive? Stop are you, it. Are you going with your gut? Yeah, I'm, as going, Dan with my, says. I'm going with my gut. Leave me alone. I'm saying penitent okay. engines. Okay. Ding. It Yay. is a penitent engine. So, yeah. So, penitent engine, they are criminals or deviants or things. They're basically then drilled, secured to these engines with their little mind things on, and they get they get pumped full of drugs and stuff, and basically they're made to fight for the emperor and obviously the adeptus ministerium and obviously the sisters mm. until they die, basically. Yay! So yeah, they're just criminals or people that just low lives okay. that have crossed across the adeptus serratus pointies, and normally they have buzz saws, so like circular saws, as you can see, but they always have all flails. Now I can give them. Uh, players which are really good mm. so they always have two heavy flamers on them so they're really good at shock assault troops mm. so yeah well done yeah we're getting through these quite well aren't you yeah 50 percent already uh, no, i'm stuck <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, shit. Oh. right so this is a character model okay and what is it is it a a sister dogmata is it a palantine or is it canoness I was doing so well. You're doing so well, and I threw one in there. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. Remember, you got your lifelines. I can't ring a mum right now. They're busy. You can ring my mum. I think she's not busy. Oh, but I don't want to. I don't want to. No. Oh shit. <laughs> These are all things as well, aren't they? I'm not saying. 
Well, I know where Canoness is, but yep. I can't remember what she looks like. Canoness. Isn't she the one that holds... No, that's something else. I thought the Canoness was the one that like they all have to stand around. Maybe. Palatine. But this is a new one, isn't it? It might be, yes. So I don't know if it's... Oh, I should listen when you go on about them. <laughs> I mean, I do listen, but sometimes... Yeah, sometimes you just like... Sometimes I just zone just out like, a little bit. Yeah. I, I don't I don't blame you. <laughs> I mean, don't ever stop talking to me about it because I find it interesting, <laughs> but oh, I can't remember. I, I've heard you say Palatine. Yep. But I've also heard you say the top one about Dogmata. Yeah, Dogmata, yeah. And I think you said that you liked the model. Well, you didn't. I don't know. I can't remember. Because <laughs> I know that, that you've got mixed feelings about the ones that are coming out or are out now. I don't know if they're released yet. Or when this goes up. Oh... You could use your 50-50. I know, but then I can see the ones underneath and I might need it for that. <laughs> need it for that. But I know you're just going to get rid of... And I'll be stuck with the same situation. Mm. <sighs> I'll just dance Go with your gut. I want to go with the top one. Mm. I don't know if that's just there to like make me pick it. Ah, I see. Right, I'm going to go with it. A. A? Yeah. Are you sure? No. No. All right. I'll count you down. A long countdown. It is the sister Dogmata. So oh, yeah. this is a new model. And you probably know the one when, because this one has the spacky fringe. Oh, okay. But that's the alternative head. Alternative. Alternative. That's the alternative head, which okay. I like. Yeah, I don't like her stupid fringe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't like the bobs. Like, I, I mean, it was cool in, what, 90s, early 2000s? <laughs> Back but, in the day. <laughs> but a bob hasn't been... Around popular yeah. for a long time. Hey, but you know, this is 40k, you know, so they could have come around by then. Yeah, but <laughs> they all wouldn't have the same hairstyle. No, they wouldn't have all the same bobs, no. Same as like, you know, like you you make you make a good point to, you know, use different skin tones. Yeah. Because why would they all be why would they all be white with white hair? They yeah. wouldn't be. No. But it's also but I can understand like Chris made a very good my Bob's my friend Chris, he made a very good assumption, like maybe when they when they get to the order they all have to dye their hair one colour. Maybe. But then but... I'm thinking that's boring. But also, do you think they've got time to dye their hair? Yeah. No, of course not. They're too I busy training, so. too exactly. busy doing other things. And, so, Maybe yeah. it's the stress. Maybe that makes them like, their <laughs> hair go white. white. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah. the dog Matt is a new, a new sister. Okay. She is a priest. And so she could start doing the new thing in the sister codex, which is hymns, hymns of battle. Ooh, she has a hu- yeah. She has a huge uh, mace. I can't remember what it's called. It's called something mace. Mace. I can't remember, but it's it's, it's a certain type of mace. I mean, for someone that's meant to be like a good character, you'd think they'd make the weapon a little a bit, bit more, more standoutish. Yeah. Like, you know, I'd make that bigger. Yeah. I'd make I'd make it more. You know, I'd put more shit on it, like you know, like uh, you know, like the purity seals, yeah. like dripping off it or something, yeah. and make it more more. Make it stand out. Yeah. I do think the models are very sort of not bland, but plain. very yeah, very plain. It's, it doesn't make me think, oh, that's yeah, that's a a character, that's yeah. a sister compared to the other sisters yeah. that stands out. She doesn't stand out. No, and I think the only way to do that would be to paint her differently, or 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 maybe even convert her slightly. Yeah, and this is where kind of the argument I can see with with oh, they're just space marines because from this one, I can't tell. Besides, if you take the fleur de lis off. Mm. You, you can't really distinguish. That's somebody in power armor. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I, I get that impression quite a bit when I've seen yeah. you say, "Oh, this is a new character," and I think, "Yeah, but 
what's what's making it different, stand out make yeah. it stand out and that's why i like as you know i like to convert mine and make them a little bit different and mm. stuff yeah. yeah i do like this model and she's going to be quite she's like the chaplain of the sisters so she's the only person who can actually condemn a sister to the, the repentures oh okay so she can she's the only one who can basically say oh you did something wrong you're now a repenter yeah so the because yeah. we've passed it now the repent the repenters are all repentures yeah um are the ones that are like scandally clad aren't they yeah so they wear they're like they of... wear like shorts and they've got like like a like a tank top yeah, yeah yeah and they've got the chainsaws they've got the, yeah, yeah, the okay. eviscerated chainsaws yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was right then yeah okay. so she's the only one who has the power to to basically okay. do that so next i know oh last one so this is another oh, character i've seen this in the last few weeks because the whole war suit debate Wall suit debate, yeah. I mean, hers is pretty cool, to be fair. Mm. With all the gold on it, that'd be an ass to paint, wouldn't it? Yep. Oof, wouldn't want to paint that. Hair's different. Hair is different, yes. Okay, go on. Yeah. Is this A, Celestine, the living saint? Is this B, Saint Catherine, the patron saint? Or is this Morven Val, Abies Sanctorum of the Adeptus Sororitas? Oh, 50-50, yeah. Well... Remove on it. You're gonna remove won't move on? Yeah. I'll remove the first one, Celestine, the living saint. That's a different model, isn't it? It might be. Well you can tell me because it's not there. Oh fair enough, yeah. Celestine is a different model. Yeah. She's the one with the big wings. I thought so. Yeah. The one that you haven't had painted. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't like the sound of the, if it's the bottom one, I don't like it. More than Val. But then Part of me wants to pick it because I don't like it. <laughs> if it sounds like shit, it must be what, what Warhammer said it is. But that's a mouthful, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah. let me just get more than Balabis Sanctorum of the Adeptus Artis out. It's a bit of a. Yeah, just call it Val. <laughs> Come on, Val. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Mm, guess. You'll have to guess. Maybe from the sea, but she's. I feel like it could be the bottom one. Ooh. What what makes you a saint? Or or is like more than the sanctorum gonna be like a weapon or something? Hey, this says sanctorum on it. Is it the weapon that's called that though? Oh, uh, we're gonna have to go with it. We're gonna have to go see. You're gonna go up see? Unfortunately, yes. Oh, I have to count you down. The long countdown. Ding 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 Well done. It is Morvin Val Abies Sanctorum of the So basically she's in charge of the entire sisters army. She's called the Abies of Sanctorum because the Abies of Sanctorum is her title, and obviously that's the person who is in charge of all the sisters, all the orders, everything. She's also a Lord of Terror which means that she has very big political views in, obviously, well, the 40K Imperium. She also was picked by the Lord Lords of Terror to be part of their sort of, like, Lords of Terror because they thought that, because obviously she's just a, a soldier, she'd be easy to manipulate it, but mm. she's actually taking the, the role very, very seriously, and she's obviously... Now the other Lords of Terror are thinking, hmm, not very good because obviously she's... um. Yeah. So yeah. So she's a new model in her Paragon War suit, and she is the big lady of the sisters, as it were. 
But apart from that, the main thing is, well done. I got 100%. All of them. You got all of them right. How, how happy how happy is Dan gonna be? Dan's gonna be well chuffed, but I don't I'm more I'm more bothered with the fact that like someone that's obsessed with sisters, are you impressed that I definitely do listen and pay attention? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm very proud of you. Well done. So you do listen and obviously you obviously obviously in your conscious mind you've gone like actually it must be that or you know it has kind of so yeah well done sweetie well done i mean the first 100%. two i was quite like 90 percent sure i was yeah right. okay fair enough the last yeah. two were a last bit... two was a bit of the last one was a curveball yeah but i quite like this model you know yeah i I'm... think i'm starting to like it i mean i would never get it but <laughs> i mean i'm not a fan of of the war suits as a whole but and I'm not a fan of these tiny little arms. Yeah, troll things, which, why would you do that? You, mm. I would just make it into like a full suit so she yeah. has her arms inside the suit. Same, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I, I think it looks silly, makes her look really funny. But as a whole, I think it's quite cool. And I like the fact there's this distinction that it's it's gold rather than, you know, black like the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And it makes her stand out. So this is what I mean. If you're going to have a character, make it stand out like that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Really cool. I like it. Thank you very much for doing the quiz with me. Going to be a few minutes before the recording ends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, thank you very much. Well done again. Yeah. So yeah, 100%. So you 100%ed, was it Dark Angels and Sisters? And yeah. You've done something else, I think? No. No. Yeah. So you're a you're a Dark Angel and Sister player then? No. Law buff. <laughs> I'm loyal to my Harlequins. Oh, Harlequins, of course. Xenos scum. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Well, I hope they do get. I hope the Harpers do get a good codex as well. We'll see. Yeah. Okey doke. Yeah. So thank you very much as always, and nope. <laughs> thank you very much for being on the quiz as usual. I always appreciate it, and thank you for everyone who's listened so far, and obviously you're still listening to my podcast as usual. Any feedback at all? I always say this. Please email me on my email at me myself forty k or one word or lowercase at gmail.com or catch me on twitter at commander archer that's cdr archer and obviously you'll be able to find out everything from there when my podcasts come out obviously i pin them to my twitter feed as it were so yeah again thank you very much and uh, i guess it's just goodbye bye bye